podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Roden Podcast. Stay tuned to hear all things LFC. Mella, lovely cushion header. Pajero! Oh, you beauty! What a hit, son! What a hit! Liverpool 3-0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Yeah! Salah took it, rolled it up here for Nunez to win it! The Liber Bird soars! Hi everyone and welcome to Season 3 of the Roden Podcast. Today I'm joined by author and huge red, Marios Mansos. Marios, welcome to the podcast, how are you doing? Thank you so much, I'm fine and I'm more than fine, uh, you know, meeting you. Uh, so thank you so much for the invitation. It's, it's a real honor, I have to say. I, I, I'm always excited speaking with people from the city of Liverpool. And yeah, that, that's really nice. It's always fun. Yeah. Well, j- before we get into, obviously, the book, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about yourself um, before oh, yeah. the book came along. So you're from Greece. Um, if I'm right in saying you're born in Athens. I, I, I live in Athens. I was born in Patras, uh, in, in the, the, the third most you know, the third biggest city in 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 in, uh, in Greece, but I live in Athens, so yeah. Okay. And how did the love for Liverpool Football Club come about for yourself? Yeah, it's a kind of a strange story because I I'm, I was uh, eleven when Liverpool beat Olympiakos, um, and yeah, I'm a Panathinaikos fan, and Panathinaikos are the rivals of Olympiakos, so uh, I I remember that day very very you know. Uh, very good, very well, and we were celebrating <laughs> in, in the house. But uh, Steven Gerrard scored that goal, um, that historic goal. I, I saw the, the aura of, of the stadium, and um, you know, I could hear in 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 in, in the living room the, the the atmosphere of Anfield. You could not hear the commentator, the Greek commentator, because of the the, the sound of Anfield. And I was, you know, totally surprised. And then I, I, I found myself uh, watching Liverpool uh, on that journey that went on to Istanbul. So yeah, and what happened uh, in May 2005, you know, guaranteed my love to Liverpool. So from that, from that year on, from that season on, 2004, 2005, I'm a Liverpool fan. And yeah, that, now, right now I'm 30 years old. So um, it's a kind of 20-year love. <laughs> yeah. Well, you speaking about that night, it just brings back everything for me. I, I was at the ground that night. Oh, my God. I'm I jealous really, of you. Um, yeah. But I know this sounds like I'm gloating, and I'm I'm not. Um, but when I was in the ground, I was actually in the, the stand behind Steven Gerrard when he hit that. <laughs> so I'm in the upper Anfield Road watching that ball from behind just go straight in the net. Um, oh my honestly, god! One of one of the best nights, and I don't even. People say it's like one of the best nights of their lives in terms of sport, but it genuinely is up there with one of the best nights I've ever had in football or in life in general. Because it kind of felt like when that goal went in, nothing could stop us. And yeah, it was just special. It was a it was a turning point in our campaign, which obviously we ended up winning. Um, but yeah, it's it's great to hear stories from other people and from different cultures and different countries and where they were that night. So yeah, yeah good, good. And yeah, yeah. I think that night it was, as you said, the turning point because 
you know, in the 21st century, um, Liverpool are famous for the comebacks. And I think that comeback was the start of all of them. And then there were so many comebacks right after, like AC Milan, Borussia Dortmund, Barcelona. And yeah, it, it was it was a, a, an establishment that you could not write off Liverpool anytime. <laughs> yeah, so. Am I right in saying we've had players from Liverpool go to Panathinaikos or vice versa? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, the the very the very next season the Gorbischan came to Panathinaikos yeah, and I thought so. uh, yeah we had uh, Luis Garcia uh, Gibril Cisse of course a star for Panathinaikos in 2010 and um, Damien Plessis uh, Sebastian Leto also yeah of course so, yeah. and yeah we have many players in, in Panathinaikos yeah, from from Liverpool yes yeah, so that, that's true you you say. It's, out of all of them, your names or your eyes seem to light up when you mention Gibral Cisse. Yeah. <laughs> what made Gibral Cisse so special at Panathinaikos? Yeah, his quality, of course, because, um, you know, it, it, we, we hadn't won the championship for six seasons. Yeah. And then, um, you know, then came in Gibral Cisse and was a kind of uh, one of the biggest in, in terms of the stars. Of, and uh, you know his um, his name his his name was too yeah. big for Greece, so um, he was in a great um, uh, age and he, he performed really well. He was he really g- gave everything to Panathinaikos. He was he we the fans loved him so much, and yeah, he, and he was one of the best strikers ever came to to Greece. And of course, he he helped us a lot to win the championship that in two thousand and ten. Yeah, I've, so. I've seen. Gibral um, post a few times on his social media, yeah. going back to Panathinaikos as well, and he seems to have a, a real special bond with the fans there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and um, um, it, that that was what what we loved uh, at him because you know Greek fans are, are passionate, and um, when they see a passionate one inside on the pitch, uh, they love him for. It's the kind of you know mirroring of themselves we, we are fans we we want the passionate part of the of the, of the football and yeah. when you see someone loving the club so much you, you are in love with him also so yes yeah, yeah he, he's okay, a so great 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 man yes okay so right now um yeah. obviously liverpool are doing really well and we have probably the greatest manager of my of certainly my generation and obviously yours um, <laughs> yeah talk to me about the, the book okay so if you want to talk about the book the title and tell us where the idea from the book come from yeah you know um i will talk about first foremost from the title because it was the very first thing i i thought about it because i i found the title long before writing my very first word <laughs> because that was the idea that i wanted to to explain i wanted to 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 describe um the, the why Jurgen Klopp was a perfect fit for Liverpool? Because I think um, Liverpool, you know, is is a kind of um, it, it has a, a great aura, a great you know something special in in terms of socializing, in terms of uh, bonding. We are all together and we work for each other, with each other, and not only for Liverpool FC, Liverpool as a city as well. Yeah. And yeah, I I I, I witnessed something special in the in the connection between Jürgen and Liverpool and yeah I 
think the way the football club, the football team works um, is in the principles of, of um, you know, the teamwork, uh, then, uh, you know, the, 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 the love for fellow human being and all these kind of things. And I think that um, Liverpool City, um, ex- well, Jürgen Klopp's Liverpool FC expressed the, the, the Liverpool uh, people. So that was what I wanted to, to, to describe, uh, how a man, a socialist man, you know, in terms of social, political, um, you know, I, how this man fits perfect in Liverpool. You know, it was, it was not a football idea, you know, it was kind of something bigger and wider, social, political, and of course, football. Yes. Yeah, so the book is called The Social One. Yeah. And obviously, Jürgen calls himself the normal one. <laughs> so, yes. obviously, you've you've elaborated on how and why you came up with that name because, obviously, from my point of view, Jürgen Klopp is more than just a football manager. He's he's the, the guy that brought maybe the fans and the club back together when we were yeah. in a difficult moment. Um, obviously, we had good times under Brendan Rodgers, but also after that, I kind of feel like me as a fan, certainly when I was at Anfield, was kind of disconnected from the actual team. But once Jürgen came into the club, he brought that connection back, not only to the fans, but also to the city. And he, he stood up for this city more than I've ever seen anyone come from any country do. It's it's out, it's outstanding, to be honest with you. And, you know, he's, he's a hero of ours, definitely. So the book. OK, so talk to me about the book then. So. What was obviously you've you've explained the title, but what's what's the reasoning behind why you wanted to do this in the first place, and also for anybody that wants that you want to buy the book, which let's say is a good thing, um, tell us why we should buy the book as well. Yeah, I, I, the the idea um, was um, it came to my mind when I saw him celebrating in front of the cop after the match against Bournemouth in March 2020, right right before the lockdown period. And when we we wanted six points to clinch the, the first league title in 30 years, and uh, uh, I saw that connection between the, 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 the Jürgen and, and the fans in that fist pump celebration. So um, I, I thought that there is a story to be told here. I, I, we, we, we need to, to, to explain uh, this, this success, the Champions League win, the, the Premier League win, and all that the, you know, the, 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 that Liverpool FC became once again a, a, a top club under Jürgen. We need to explain it not in political terms, in sorry, in football terms. Um, and yeah, I think the, the the way I try to to, to describe Jürgen is unique. Not not only because I, I did it, but because there is nothing um, similar to it in in terms of books. Um, and the the magical part of of my research uh, was that okay, I had an idea and I wanted to 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 analyze it and to describe it but as as much as as long as i was um, researching uh, there was i i f- was finding i was finding so many things that i didn't know about jürgen and 
the process of writing the book was a kind of a lesson for me, first and foremost, as, as an author. So, yeah, I learned so much about Jürgen I didn't know. Uh, and I loved him uh, 10 times more than I did before writing the book. So I think um, this is a great reason for, for someone to, 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 to read this book. First and foremost, to, 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 to remember what, what, what Jürgen uh, brought to the team. As you said, he changed everything for the first, first day. And, you know, especially last season and we... we we witnessed that some people seem to to, to forget some, some of these things. And, you know, many people uh, criticized Jürgen more than the appropriate. And we, we need to remember, because as, as he said, one day you, you, you will not want to see me here, so I, I will leave. Uh, but I think we, we will always have to remember what Jürgen brought to this to this team and i think th this book is a kind of um tribute to his legacy to to liverpool to liverpool city as well so yeah i think um anyone who reads this book i want and i hope to to learn some things that didn't know because uh you know there are Hugin is a kind of life lessons machine so he every single day, through his words, through his um, practices, the, the, his um, his way that the, he manages the team, gives life lessons, you know, uh, free to people. Yeah, I agree. Um, talk, so when talk to us a little bit about certain chapters in the book. Then, so at what yeah. point of the book did you think, or, or do you get and you think? Yes, this this is definitely going to do well because obviously when you're writing a book, the the idea of it is to get your thoughts across and get your yeah. feelings and everything like that across to people who want to read the book. So, at what point of the book did you think, yeah, I love this? <laughs> I think I have a special chapter, the fourth one, uh, called "Never Give Up," and. This is, you know, the, the slogan, the, the, the motto in on Mo, Morsala shirt in, in Barcelona night. Um, and it, I think this is the, the greatest life lesson of, of Jürgen Klopp because, you know, Jürgen is a, is a man uh, that, um, as he sarcastically says, he has lost more times than he has won. Uh, and I think the, the perfect life lesson that Jürgen gives to people is how to deal with difficulties and setbacks and bad moments. And, you know, in life in general also, because, um, you know, okay, football is football, but uh, you can take life lessons from football and to, you know, uh, have them in, in, in normal life. And never give up mentality is, is a life lesson because life is full of hurdles and um, you just have to find the right way to use them uh, for, 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 for the future. You, the story of Liverpool is we lost the Champions League final in 2018. We came back the very next year and won it. We lost the championship by a single point the very next year. We, we found the, 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 the mentality to, to come back and win it by far. And it, this is the life lesson, I think. And then when I, when, because, you know, I, 
a year before I wrote the book, I lost my father and um, I had to find the way with my two brothers to support my, my our mother and to go on to our lives and walk on. And th- that was a kind of never give up. That it was a, ba- a bad experience and we had to use it for the future to 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 stand on our own feet and walk on and yeah i think that that was the the, the chapter that expressed me a lot and then i thought yep yeah, this is the, the the this is what i wanted to say to people i wanted to 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 say that Jürgen club is a life lesson machine and yet i i rem- i can still recall uh the night because it was night when i was writing it yes so yeah, of course, of course. See, what I what I like about this, Marius, is people just see the fact that you've wrote a book and they don't understand the meaning behind why you've done this. Um, <laughs> you've just mentioned there you needed to put your energy into something positive after going through such a rough time. And I, I'm on a similar similar path, let's say. Uh, I lost my oh. brother-in-law a year, oh. year and a half ago now. And when, when that happened... Obviously, I've lost a best friend, first of all. But secondly, I needed something to focus on because I, I would no idea where I would be right now, to be honest. Um, so I started this podcast. So for me, oh my God. I've channeled something negative into a positive and it's helped me stay on pretty much the straight and narrow, let's say. Yeah. Um, it's given me something that I can find different things about about new people that I haven't met before, like yourself. And obviously, oh, thank you. it, gives, it gives it's a nice message that you can send out to been something negative in terms of emotions and feelings into something positive that you're doing for your life and your family. So uh, just want to congratulate you on that first of all. Oh, thank I, I do it for you also. I, I congratulate you because, yes, the creative part of of, um, of some of a person, you, you never know what, what, what is behind it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I always support and, and love the try of everyone in terms of creation, I don't criticize because I, I when you create something, this is it. it. It's it's really cool from the very first idea because whatever happens, whatever you do, you don't know the reason why someone does something, and you just need to stand up and, and clap for him. And because you know, yes. Um, writing and or podcasting or speaking is that kind of express of an energy as you said and yeah. that that's that's exceptional and much needed I, I i always say to people when you they ask me oh how you wrote the book i i i, I tell them back you you are an author also but you don't know it <laughs> because you have an energy you have an energy that they want to express and but you haven't tried it. <laughs> so where can, first of all, before we talk about just the last couple of things, where can people find your book? Yeah, uh, you know, it's a kind of um, uh, online shopping through Amazon, for example, and for the most, you know, because it's worldwide through Amazon and you can buy it from all across the union, uh, sorry, the, 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 the earth. And of course, in the UK, in, in all the book bookstores, the big books like Waterstones and um, W. H. Smith, if I say it right, and yeah, yeah, yeah yes, 
in the big bookstores in Liverpool. And in Waterstones for sure, because I was in the summer <laughs> for from presenting my book over there. So yeah. I... <laughs> what what's the reaction been like? Uh, for for me or for the people? Well, for for yourself first of all, and also for the book. Uh, from my tip to Liverpool, you say. Uh, so, the, so the reaction to um, to the book itself. So obviously, the book is something you've wrote. It's been published, and it's in the big stores over here. How has the let's say reviews been for you? Ah, okay, yes, I I have heard a lot of positive words from people in the city, and. Th- th- the great, the great thing is that in the eyes of the people of, of the city, I can see the emotions and how important it is for them that one person from uh, outside the UK, a long, uh, far away from the UK, have wrote something about Liverpool. It's, mm-hmm. it's from the first, from the start, so important for them and so, so they, they love it from the very first uh day before because of this um someone from another country uh wrote about something we 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 are in love with mm-hmm. and i i can still remember the the eyes of the people in, at the waterstones uh, in august there it was a kind of QA session uh in the book event but there, there were no questions they were just saying things uh, with eyes, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, it, it was like they were just saying to me, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a, a, a really emotional time, and yes, so I, I really love the attitude of, of the people of the city because it was the very first time I came there in August, and oh my god, I, I have no words really. Look, no this, words. this is what I love to hear stories like this because obviously the book is great for a football fan and for a Jurgen Klopp fan. Thank but I you also so understand that the book has spoke positively about the city and, you know, there's so much, excuse my French here, but ex- there's so much shit spoken about <laughs> this city that it's, you know, it's un- it's unjustified at times and it gets a bad reputation from certain areas of the country, which is oh, very really? unjustified. Um, and what I have to say is, a pe- as a person from Liverpool, it's, one of the most welcome and friendly places that you can ever you can ever visit, um, and hearing stories from yourself, it just typifies that you know a, a guy from Greece who comes to the city and just feels like he's he's home. That's that's yeah. exactly what we should feel like. Yeah, of course. The, the 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 very first day of my life in Liverpool was you know totally emotional because I I, I came there in, in the morning and. Uh, I went straight to Anfield for the first first time in my life, and I, I saw the the tour, and it was emotional. I came to, to back to, to 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 my room, and I had you know less than one hour to relax, and then to go to the water zones and uh, present my book to people in the city. It was it, it was it, you know I have no words about that day because it, the emotions were so yeah. so. Bigs, so so bigs. I I would not, you know, uh, think about them. I, yeah. I, I need time. I, I came back to Greece uh, t- three days later, uh, ha- also at, uh, having attended the game against Bournemouth, and I started saying stories to my friends. And it, that was the first time I told things to my to my friend to, to myself. Yes, yeah. 
it will be because uh, exceptional. Yes, but that that was a really emotional time. I oh, I felt home. Really, I felt home, and I, I have no words from this. When they ask me what did you like the most in Liverpool, I always say the people, and nice. I will. This is will will be the answer forever. The people. Brilliant. Okay, so last last thing I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, a massive Panathinaikos fan, first of all. Um, how do you. you feel? No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. T- I don't know too much about Panathinaikos. I'll be completely <laughs> honest. And the reason behind that is, I'm a Liverpool fan first and foremost. Um, but obviously, I've followed ex-Liverpool players go there. Ones that you've mentioned. Um, what was your feelings when one of your biggest rival players? Then comes to Liverpool in Costas Timikas. Ah, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I have, of course, I I love so much Panathinaikos, but I I I cannot explain how my father did it, but um, he made me love my team without hating the rivals. <laughs> I yeah. hate in terms of of football, but uh, yeah. outside the pitch. No, no, nothing to to separate us. Um, so I, I was really, really happy for for Costas because I I, I was admiring him a lot. Yeah, uh, even when he was on loan in in the Netherlands, I think. Uh, and um, yeah, you know, it's it's a really really nice story because here in Greece uh, we never had. Stars uh, known in in the world. Even if we won the Euros in two thousand four, our team was not stars, yeah. full of stars. We, yeah, but that that was, I think, one of the biggest transfers for for Greek player outside the the, the outside Greece. Um, and you know, going to to the English champions was wow from and. So yes, it was really nice for 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 me as a little fan also to have a Greek player in in, in the team, and I I really love his um, his attitude also, and you know he's he's a great case study of Costas and uh, about he, of how hardworking he he had, he struggled in the very first season, but then we all see how hard he works and um uh, that his uh, his uh, work paid off and we, we also need him now we also need him now exactly he's got a good he's probably got a good two months now where he's going to be the first choice left back so um that must be an exciting time for a greece fan also yeah yeah of course of course i was i was attending two days before the game between greece and netherlands and okay. I, I i enjoyed watching in the stadium two 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 players of liverpool playing against each other it was a complete i have to to say something i was in a, in a stadium of 30000 uh seats mm-hmm. full packed and all these kind of things and i could you could hear in every corner of, of the pitch the voice of virgil what was that? What was oh my god! You could you could hear you could hear the sound of his voice shouting to his to his teammates, really and leader. it was really it was really nice. Yeah, he is a great leader, a great leader, and also a gentleman because I I had the, the chance to meet him in, in the same morning because I went to to the to the hotel to give him a book, and he was really nice. He's smiling. He was um, 
he was gentleman also with uh, other fans that came over there and I really love him a lot because you know you could see you see um, Virgil and you think maybe he is not so so kind yeah. person, but he's he's really nice guy. Yeah, great, great. Okay, uh, Marius, let's call it a podcast there. Um, yeah. But first of all, I'd like to thank you for being a guest on the oh podcast. My God. It's it's great to have you on. Um, secondly, congratulations on the book. Thank you so much. You know, I I hope more people listen to this and they go out and buy it, and you know. Help you even further. Um, But yeah, thanks so much and hopefully catch up with you soon. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Thank you. Thanks to everyone for listening in to today's podcast and thank you to our amazing guests. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Don't forget to follow us on social media, twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on Instagram, Instagram slash the road end pod. 